0: Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives podcast. I'm Adam Chittletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us from Washington, DC is Marcia Shaggy-Hames. Marcia is a partner at Tapestry Networks. Uh, Marcia, first, thanks for taking the time away from your day to talk to us.
1: Always good to speak with you, Adam. Great to be here.
0: And with you. And we're gonna talk about boards. You spent a lot of time leading peer networking events for public companies, directors, and executives. Uh, now, we talk a lot about the right culture. Do boards get their role in promoting a corporate culture? And if not, ha- how do we convince them?
1: You know, Adam, I mean, in, in the last few years, I don't think there's a single director I've spoken with um, that doesn't agree culture is important. Uh, and we all know, I mean, we we see that the research, the articles, there's a lot of scrutiny on organizational behavior right now. And it's it's more important than ever, especially, you know, against a backdrop of, of uh ESG priorities uh, but I think that at a board level it's the alignment on culture meaning like is the board aligned on knowing like what what are we desiring what are we aspiring for on our culture uh, and what continues to come up and we'll, we'll unpack this a little bit in this conversation today is the need to really build a a bridge or partnership between the board and the management team. Like for example, Adam, like how do you take the aspirational culture and translate it into measurable behavior? So that would be like an example.
0: Well, it's a good example. And it actually leads me to a question, which is what metrics should we be bringing boards to enable them to determine if the culture is where it should be? And, And is there a role for anecdotal data too?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of data. And uh, at times, sometimes there's so much data, it's hard to distill it and synthesize it to to really sort of see the signals from the noise. Um, so one of the, the data's or inputs that I keep hearing from directors is they need more context around the data, more detail around the data um, there. Uh, so for example, I'll tell you, um, in this ethics, culture, compliance uh, program that we run, the ECCN, um, several of the directors are actually former CECOs. And uh, an example that they raised is that, you know, a lot of the metrics that were being uh, shared around, let's say, speak up in certain regions, the numbers were low. And a lot of the directors interpreted this to be a good sign. Um, However, this particular director, given her background, pointed this out as a red flag and said, that's actually not a good thing. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's not that the data isn't there, but it's sort of how are we contextualizing it? How are we sort of taking a step back and looking at this um, more holistically? Um, are, we, are we balancing data that incorporates both qualitative, quantitative, more anecdotal um, input? Um, so all of this is really, really important. It's kind of trying to get the right formula of, of measuring the whole and not limiting uh, the range of data.
0: Well, it, it would be a great formula for us all to have. Now, you recently released a report. Um, can you tell us about the background and what this report found?
1: Yeah, so, you know, so Adam, we're spending a lot of time, we speak to hundreds of directors a year, and one of the things that keeps coming up is so, what is the role of the board on advancing um, corporate culture? Like, what role can they play? Where does it sit on the agenda? What committee? What can they really do to? to um, help assess the dimensions of an organization's culture so we interviewed uh, six uh, 40 directors representing 60 public companies and the goal was to provide a road map so that these directors can get the conversation started and in this report we actually have a list of starter questions that directors can take not only to engage their own peers but to start having conversations with management teams and I want to share, I mean, you know, for your listeners, it might be helpful. There's there's kind of five key considerations that came out of it. And number one, as simple as it sounds, Adam, is you got to prioritize culture on the board agenda. So that sends a strong signal to management. Um, a, second, a second big theme was the board needs to challenge its own culture. I thought that was a really interesting, um, you know, uh, theme that came out. So for example, like, is the board prepared to be open to debate uh, or to debate issues with management or be prepared to receive difficult information Uh, another third key finding that came out adam was the need to monitor and measure but to create more of a blend of data sources so you know to really dig deeper are we digging deep enough on the data um, the fourth key theme was to really make sure that the culture is articulated and simplified enough that it can be measured through, you know, measurable behaviors. And then the last big piece or aha that continues to come out is to really calibrate board and management structure to optimi- optimize information flow. So really, what that means, especially for the chief compliance officers listening in, is there can be natural silos um, that, for, that form. So, trying to create more of a form for management to communicate directly with the board to provide more of a holistic view uh, on the data. So, these five pieces really, really kind of stood out from this report.
0: Hmm. It's fascinating. Now, as organizations puzzle through the role of the board and culture and its own culture, um, how much of the exercise is for the compliance team to be playing a role in, or compliance leaders, uh, and how much of it is sort of beyond them?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, some of the things that I've been hearing kind of sitting on the other side of the table now um, from directors is several have admitted that just the very structure of boards can make it difficult to get the full picture. And oftentimes boards, while, while they may look to a variety of management leaders for insights, they've typically looked to the CEOs. They view CEOs as the key you know, lever to drive culture. So what we're hearing and what we've been you know, speaking both to directors and executives on this is a good practice is for the CEO to bring the CECO uh, into uh, the conversation um CEOs may not be as conversant with the details uh, or the context of the data uh and several have also flagged um you know when we talk about compliance leaders and their roles here the need for greater independence of that executive voice so you know for all obvious reasons um unmediated access for example to the chief ethics and compliance officer. So more visibility I think is the trend and the direction that we're going in and I think that directors and boards are more receptive to this and seeking that.
0: So as they seek that are, are there questions boards should be reflecting upon and uh should be exploring with management and compliance?
1: Yeah, you know so so there's there's a number of questions and again, you know not to plug but we've got some great frameworks and questions in this report that we just launched. Um, But here's here's an example, you know, for example, uh, how can culture assessment be a regular part of the board's own evaluation process? So it's sort of like, how do we get started as a peer group? Um, Another another question that we sort of just touched on is, do we have the right uh, representation of management voices in the room? Uh, And and then another question that has also come up is, Is culture getting the right kind of time and space and attention from the board? So these these three would be just great examples that directors can kind of, you know, reflect on for themselves. Um, And then a few that can have come up uh, that directors and management have discussed as a way to build that bridge with the executive team is to is for directors to go back to their management and say, how comfortable do you really feel bringing difficult information to the board? Like, like, how how do you think your CEO or the board might respond to setbacks when you raise them? So it's sort of trying to start out that kind of, it's the uncomfortable conversation, but it's important to do it proactively um, before uh, things snowball and crisis uh, unfolds.
0: Because if it does happen by then, it's way too late for that conversation to be taking place. Um, you talked earlier about, I loved it, uh, aha moments. Um, are. are Is there any other big aha moments or key takeaways from your conversations
1: yeah what what i found really interesting adam is that a number of directors upon reflection of of this exercise and you know speaking to -to peer-to-peer on you know what can they do to advance this they, they said you know as boards we're kind of easy on ourselves we don't really as directors give ourselves that hard look Uh, You know, maybe we need to take the time to examine our own culture. Uh, A few directors actually shared that a practice that they've begun adopting uh, is to take their own culture surveys and own risk tolerance surveys just to see how peer-to-peer, how they sort of interpret insights and how they behave as a peer group um around you know creating maybe healthier decision-making protocols. So I thought that was kind of interesting that that while they were focused on their role and oversight of corp culture in the organization, it sort of had them reflecting on, you know, what can we do uh, amongst our own uh, peer group culture as a board.
0: Well, it's always good to both look out and look inward uh, to really get a sense of what's going on. Well, Marcia, thank you for sharing these insights on on boards and their role in culture with us. I wanna thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletalp from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.